Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and today is Tuesday, August 8th, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. If this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, no specific topics, and no specific categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. So, today is Tuesday, which means that today will be relatively easy. Uh, Certainly harder than yesterday, but easier than tomorrow. And so, as always, if you find this episode challenging, not to worry. I encourage you to listen to it anyway. I encourage you to listen to the rest of the week. You never know. You might know the answer to a question. And if you don't, you might learn something. And as always, if this episode is a little too easy for you, well, tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow might be your level. So without further delay, let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. What is the name of the spacecraft that carried the first humans to land on the moon? And that spacecraft was named Apollo 11. Apollo 11 was the American spacecraft that first landed humans on the moon. Commander Neil Armstrong and Lunar Module Pilot Buzz Aldrin landed on the Apollo Lunar Module Eagle on July 20th, 1969, and Armstrong became the first person to step onto the moon's surface. Aldrin joined him 19 minutes later, and they spent about two and a half hours together exploring the site that they had named Tranquility Base. Armstrong and Aldrin collected 47.5 pounds, or 21.5 kilograms, of lunar material to bring back to Earth as pilot Michael Collins actually flew the command module Columbia in lunar orbit. I always want to mention Michael Collins whenever I'm talking about that first moon landing. He actually wasn't able to go to the moon itself, Someone had to stay back in the in the module orbiting orbiting the moon. In total, Buzz Aldrin and Commander Neil Armstrong were actually on the moon's surface for 21 hours, 36 minutes before lifting off to rejoin Mike Collins in Columbia. So, the first spacecraft to bring humans to the moon was Apollo 11. Moving on to question number two. In which year did the United States formally declare independence from Great Britain? And the answer there was 1776. The Declaration of Independence is the founding document of the United States, and it was adopted on July 4, 1776, by the Second Continental Congress meeting at the Pennsylvania State House, later renamed Independence Hall. The Declaration explains to the world why the 13 colonies regarded themselves as independent sovereign states no longer subject to British colonial rule. The Declaration of Independence was signed by 56 delegates to the Second Continental Congress, who then became known as the nation's Founding Fathers. The Declaration of Independence inspired many similar documents in other countries, the first being the 1789 Declaration of United Belgian States, issued during the Brabant Revolution in Austrian Netherlands. 
It also served as the primary model for numerous declarations of independence in Europe, Latin America, Africa, and Oceania, in New Zealand, actually. So, the United States Declaration of Independence, written in 1776. Question number three. Which city is the capital of Ukraine? The capital city of Ukraine is Kyiv. Kyiv is the capital and the most populous city of Ukraine. It is in north-central Ukraine along the Dnieper River. As of the 1st of January 2022, its population was just under 3 million people, making Kyiv the seventh most populous city in Europe. Scholars continue to debate when the city was founded. Uh, the traditional founding date is 482 Common Era, so the city celebrated its 1,500th anniversary in 1982. Archaeological data indicates that a founding of the 6th or 7th centuries, with some researchers dating the founding as late as the 9th century. The city's name is said to derive from the name of Key, who is one of the four legendary founders. So, the capital of Ukraine, Kiev. Moving on to question four. What is the term used to describe a chemical reaction in which a compound breaks down into simpler substances. And that term is decomposition. Decomposition, or chemical breakdown, is the process or effect of simplifying a single chemical entity into two or more fragments. Chemical decomposition is usually regarded and defined as the exact opposite of chemical synthesis. In short, the chemical reaction in which two or more products are formed from a single reactant is called a decomposition reaction. Decomposition reactions can generally be classified into three categories, thermal, electric, and photolytic. So, decomposition is the term used to describe a chemical reaction in which a compound breaks down. Moving on to question five. Which famous museum, located in Paris, France, is home to the iconic painting, the Mona Lisa? And that famous museum is the Louvre. The Louvre is a national art museum in Paris, France, a central landmark to the city. It is located on the right bank of the Seine in the city's first arrondissement and is home to some of the most canonical works of Western art. The Musée du Louvre contains more than 380,000 objects and displays 35,000 works of art in eight curatorial departments with more than 60,000 square meters. That's about 600,000 square feet. The Louvre exhibits sculptures, paintings, drawings, and archaeological finds. At any given point in time, approximately 38,000 objects from prehistory to the 21st century are being exhibited over an area of about 
782,000 square feet. That's about 72,000 square meters. With over 7.8 million visitors in 2022, the Louvre is the world's most visited museum. Because of its high value and its global popularity, the Mona Lisa is on display inside the biggest room of the museum, the Salle des Atas. So, the famous museum in Paris, France, that is home to the Mona Lisa is the Louvre. Moving on to question six. Which famous modern-day Argentine soccer player is often regarded as one of the greatest football players of all time? And that modern-day Argentine soccer player is Lionel Messi. One of the stars of the modern era and the top goal scorer for both Argentina and Barcelona, La Pulga and his left-footed dribbling has drawn comparisons with his compatriot Maradona. Widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time, Messi has won a record seven Ballon d'Or awards and a record six European Golden Shoes. And in 2020, he was named to the Ballon d'Or Dream Team. Until leaving the club in 2021, he had spent his entire professional career with Barcelona, where he won a club record 34 trophies, including 10 La Liga titles, 7 Copa del Rey titles, and the UEFA Champions League four times. With his country, he won the 2021 Copa America and the 2022 FIFA World Cup. A prolific goal scorer and creative playmaker, Messi holds the record for the most goals in La Liga, most hat-tricks in La Liga, and the UEFA Champions League, and most assists in La Liga and Copa America. He also has the most international goals by a South American male, and Messi has scored over 800 senior career goals for club and country, and has the most goals by a player for a single club. Very prolific, very successful player in Lionel Messi. Moving on to question seven. What was the name of the first computer that Apple Inc. released to the public in 1976? And the answer there is the Apple Computer One. The Apple Computer One originally released as the Apple Computer and now later known as the Apple One, is an 8-bit desktop computer released by the Apple Computer Company in 1976. Designed by Steve Wozniak, the Apple One was Apple's first product, and to finance its creation, Wozniak sold his HP 65 calculator for $500, while his business partner, Steve Jobs, sold a second-hand VW Microbus for a few hundred dollars. The Apple I went on sale July 1976 at a price of $666.66. About 200 units were produced, and all but 25 were sold within 9 or 10 months. In October of 1977, the Apple I was officially discontinued after the introduction of Apple II. As of August 2022, 62 Apple One computers have been confirmed to exist, and some have been sold at auction for as much as $300,000. So, the name of the very first computer from Apple 
was the Apple Computer 1. Moving on to question 8. In which modern-day country did the Aztec civilization originate from? That modern-day country was Mexico. The Aztecs were a Mesoamerican culture that flourished in central Mexico in a post-classic period from 1300 to 1521. The Aztec people included different ethnic groups of central Mexico who dominated large parts of Mesoamerica from the 14th to the 16th centuries. The empire reached its maximal extent in 1519, just prior to the arrival of a small group of Spanish conquistadors, led by Hernan Cortes, who was able to pit the various factions and groups against each other, leading to the eventual downfall of the empire. Aztec culture and history is primarily known through archaeological evidence found in excavations such as that of the renowned Templo Mayor in Mexico City, from indigenous writings, from eyewitness accounts by Spanish conquistadors such as Cortes and Castillo, and especially from 16th century descriptions of Aztec culture and history written by Spanish clergymen. A quick fun fact, the Aztecs believed that their god would tell them where to build their city, and when they saw an eagle perched on a cactus eating a snake, they decided to build their city there. This is why the modern Mexican flag features an eagle eating a snake. So, Mexico, the original location of the Aztec Empire. Moving on to question 9. What are animals called when they only eat plants? And the answer there is an herbivore. An herbivore is an animal anatomically and physiologically adapted to eat plant material, for example, foliage or marine algae, for the main component of its diet. As a result of their plant diet, herbivore animals typically have mouthparts adapted to rasping or grinding. Horses and other herbivores have wide, flat teeth that are adapted to grinding grass, tree bark, and other tough plant material. A large percentage of herbivores have mutilistic gut flora that helps them digest plant matter, which is more difficult to digest than animal prey. Herbivores form an important link in the food chain because they consume plants to digest the carbohydrate photosynthetically produced by plants. Carnivores, in turn, consume herbivores for the same reason, while omnivores can obtain their nutrients from either plants or animals. Due to an herbivore's ability to survive solely on tough and fibrous plant matter, they are termed the primary consumers in the food chain. So, an animal that only eats plants is an herbivore. Moving on to question 10. Which city in Italy is famous for its canals? And that city is Venice. Venice is a city in northeastern Italy and the capital of the Veneto region. It is built on a group of 118 small islands that are separated by expanses of open water and by canals 
but are then linked by over 400 bridges. The islands are in the shallow Venetian lagoon, an enclosed bay lying between the mouths of the Po and the Piave rivers. As of 2020, around 51,000 people live in the historical island city of Venice, while the mainland metropolitan area holds a total of about 2.6 million people. The name Venice is derived from the ancient Veneti people, who inhabited the region by the 10th century BC. The city was historically the capital of the Republic of Venice, where it was a major financial and maritime power during the Middle Ages and Renaissance and a staging area for the Crusades. The city-state of Venice is considered to have been the first real international financial center, building its center of commerce in silk, grain, spice, and art. The sovereignty of Venice came to an end in 1797 at the hands of Napoleon, and subsequently, in 1866, the city became a part of the Kingdom of Italy. So, that famous city in Italy, known for its canals, is Venice. Well, that concludes this round of My Daily Trivia. If you found this round to be simple, I encourage you to check in tomorrow. We're going to make it a little bit more difficult. And of course, if you found this round to be a bit of a challenge, I encourage you to check it out tomorrow as well. You never know, you might learn something. I want to thank each of you again for listening to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>